Last time on Good Neighbors. Cassius's attempt to stall the gang fails immediately. Knowing what they're up against, Flint, Beck, and Cassius resolve to gather allies. Chasing leads, they stop by the Eden's last tavern, where the Baron awaits, ready to give them a path to James. They refuse the offer, and instead look elsewhere. All the while, June is trapped in the visitor's realm and attempting to escape. Well, straight into it then. The hodag is much bigger than you anticipated. As the darkness dissipates, what you see before you is maybe the closest thing the world has to a dragon. The legs of a bear, the head of a frog, the horns of a bull, and the body of a spined dinosaur, all covered in thick green scales. Its arms, tail, and neck are shackled tightly by heavy steel, with runes etched into the side as it rears its head to look upon you with its massive yellow eyes. It smiles, revealing razor-sharp teeth, each the size of your fist. You hear a low rumble, and then it speaks. <clears throat> Finally, fresh meat. Beside you, Dr. Garcia looks relatively unfazed, but maybe nervously looking at you to be like, you okay? You okay? But he doesn't say anything. He just kind of keeps an eye on you to make sure that you're not panicking right now. Oh, you see, of course, that it's behind giant iron bars also. Oh, uh, looks like somebody's seen a few movies, it sounds like. Yeah. Taking a class on one-liners, big guy? <clears throat> a funny one. Ah, it's going to feel so good. Hmm. You're acting like this is the first time we met, but figured you might recognize me. The eyes squint at you, awaiting a further explanation. See, I thought maybe we uh, made acquaintances very briefly. Maybe you just didn't realize it. Hmm. Ah, the lovely knight. The little one. You mm. too, then. <laughs> A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> there is no little bit. Fine, then. Once you're in, you're oh, in. Shall we say, then, a medium amount? <laughs> the uh, laughter of the hodag shakes the room. These iron, like, you can hear it bend a little bit, but it's meant to. Uh, and you hear the, like, kind of concrete and, uh, like, uh, f like, you know, finishings of this cellar here uh, rumble and dust come from the top, the ceiling. Uh, I'm gonna turn to Evan and I'm gonna be like, get it? Because, like, medium, like, uh, like, medium, like, psychic. And I think maybe he can see that, like, Cassius's hands are, like, wringing his hat a little nervously, and maybe... Dep I don't know how insightful he is, but I think maybe he may pick up that Cassius wants him to, like, <laughs> I don't know, handle it a little bit. Help. Okay, so what are you trying to go for? Are you trying to get, uh, like, do a little investigation? What are you? What is your goal here in talking to the Hodag? Um, oh, gosh. Are you trying to connect with it psychically? Are you trying to uh, kiss it? What? What's the deal? <laughs> oh, God, I'm trying to... Uh, um, I think... I think, I think what I was trying to do, if I recall correctly, was um, see if I could use it to sort of like enhance myself and connect with either June or wherever June is at. For sure. Uh, if, if From the last time we talked, uh, uh, Dr. Garcia had mentioned that, uh, you know, monsters know when they're in each other's territory. So mm -hmm. it's very possible that the Hodag has an idea. Yeah. So, so I th I how do you want to go yeah. about doing that? Do you want to just add, talk to it? Do you want to tap into it? Do you want to smooch? 
<laughs> Why do you keep asking if I want to kiss it? Is that, it seems like it's an option just by the amount of times you've mentioned you can kiss, it. You could kiss any, anything here if you want oh. to. <laughs> I, I, I can't promise it'll go well. Everything is kissable, but with consequences. <laughs> what um, is a monster manual if not a booklet of potential boyfriends? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Cassius is going to be like... I, I think Cassius thinks this dude is more bored than anything, so he's gonna be a little bit coy, and he's gonna he's gonna let let this dude pull it out of him, you know. But he's gonna be basically like, "Well, why do you think I'm here? Oh, great, powerful beast, of psychic power and such, so powerful." <clears throat> Pro- prove it. <laughs> <laughs> well, perhaps the old man has seen the error of his ways. And he's finally come to feed me. As it, like, takes in this big breath, you can see the dust particles from around the room suction into its mouth, like this great gale. You can feel your clothes kind of drift towards it. Maybe you fooled him to try and kill me, if you could. I don't know. You want something from me? Or do you come to laugh at my predicament? It looks around at its cage. Hmm. Look, as someone who's seen their fair share of the inside of a few cells, I got no uh, nothing but sympathy for you, pal. Uh, but, hmm. but right now, we got a friend who's... Well... We need a little help. Finally. As it breathes out, this like hot air glides across you. It's warm and wet. It feels close to steam. It gets its face pressed up against the bars. Its face like bends in a little bit. It's pressing really hard. And its uh, like long dragon-like tongue slithers through the, uh, through the bars. I, I think Cassius doesn't move, but not because he's brave. I think because he's like... Unable to move, <laughs> even if he wanted to. <laughs> and what do I get from helping you? Who aids, I assume, my captor? Will you free me from my cage? I'll help you. I'll kill someone for you if you want. If you free me. Hmm. See, freedom, I don't know if that's something I can promise you there, friend. But I'm going to turn to Chalamet and be like, maybe I can arrange to get you some food. Uh, Chalamet opens his mouth to speak and like, is stuck in like this constant pause. Hmm. Will you go to the morgue or a cemetery and unearth a fresh one for me? Uh, uh, I'll do more if you kill one fresh and bring yeah. it to me. And Shadow Eye, of course, says no. Yeah, I mean, like that's going to be a hard pass on that one. Um, but can't blame me for trying. No, I can't. I can. I, I get the impulse, but uh. Oh boy, I've pulled <laughs> a lot of grifts, but I never stole a body in my life. Um, yikes! Oh god. I mean, I I would wager that there's. I'm gonna turn to Shalvey. I think in, in nervous chat, just be like, I would wager that there's probably gonna be at least one dead body by the end of this. I mean, like, let's just be honest. So you know, what I mean, maybe it wouldn't be all that bad, but like, uh, does it have to be person? Like, seriously, it's gotta be a dude. Nothing tastes as sweet. Ah, buddy. The long, dragon-like tongue flicks towards you like a whip. It doesn't quite reach, but you can feel a little bit of saliva touch your skin, and it burns. I think it occurs to you, like, how the fuck did they capture this thing? I think, yeah, I think the moment you said that his teeth were as, like, the size of my fist, I was like, what the hell? Um, look, oh, God, um, here's the thing. Uh, 
Uh, I think Cassius is kind of freezing a little bit. Oh, God. The creature, it doesn't have, like, fingers. It has kind of more, like, bear paws, but they're still lizard-like in, like, their scaliness. They start to kind of catch up against the bars. The claws uh, can't quite fit through all that well. Like, they get stuck against, like, the heavy iron. Uh, but it's it's clearly, like, up, up pressed up as if his face was pressed up against glass. Like, it's hard against it. Waiting to hear your answer. It's excited that you're here. It's excited that you're scared. What happens if I get you some fresh meat? <clears throat> well, what do you want? All you asked for was help. How powerful are you psychically? Uh, Our friend may there's be no trapped. scale, is there? I do not know. You tell me. <clears throat> Our friend is trapped with someone you may know from your travels of the mind. He goes by the name of James Pale. Or the vi- uh, vi- uh, visitor, I think maybe. Uh, as you say, know. as you weakly say, the visitor, <laughs> its, it's curled tongue whips back into its mouth, and it goes, "Really? Someone was so foolish." <laughs> Their foolishness has turned into your benefit. Now, will you take advantage of it and help us? And if so. What can you offer? Because you get nothing if you can't offer us enough to make it worth it. Of course. Tell you what. I'll help you right now. I'll give you a glimpse. A scent, if you will. And if you return with what I ask. Better yet, if you return with someone felled by the visitor. I'll give you so much more. So, out of game, they will give you something right now to be like, good faith, I'll help you get to them. Uh, If you bring someone who is killed by the visitor, if they are, then they will reward you even more later. If I can get you not a whole body, but a little bit of very fresh meat right now, Could you, when I come back with my friends, get us to the place where the visitor is? I can show you where to go, but I have no magic of my own. All you have to do is walk and swim. It puts a hand against the bars, expecting you to touch it. Chalamet? Um, <clears throat> yes? Could you pull call back for me? Uh, Chalamet steps outside to call. Uh, uh, back to you get a ring on your phone as uh, Chuck is giving you this hug, having just said, um, I thought I'd lost you. Which it seems odd, considering you've definitely spoken not too long ago. Uh, and a couple of the Bulwarks members are here right now. I believe you're outside June's apartment? I think uh, I was going to my apartment. Right, So right, I want to get my gear. Yep, yep, yep. And they, they have met you there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Beck definitely answers their phone. Uh, um, uh, I have questions. Just touching. One moment. Yellow? And, and you can hear this massive amounts of static. Uh, uh, through the phone call because Chalamet's near a monster. Near. Hello? Uh, Miss, Miss Dewey, can you hear me? Miss, one second. Miss Dewey? Miss Dewey? Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah, uh, oh, fine. Just, just trying to service down. One second. And we see Chalamet starting to walk a little ways away from the, the cellar. Uh, as soon as he walks out to call, I'm going to roll up my sleeve as far as I can Don't and it. stick my arm between the bars. I knew it, you piece of shit. Say, I don't know how much time we have. Uh, I'm going to pop a bunch of, like, maybe Valium that I have <laughs> in my pocket 
It's uh, perhaps may maybe that increases my access to the weird, but I'm gonna stick my hand arm through the bar. Uh, it's gonna be my left arm. I'm gonna say I need to know where June is. The creature bites. You, your head kicks back in pain, you assume, but it doesn't feel like that. You feel this hot, hot sensation uh, across you as you, or across like your whole body, as your eyes kick back and roll back into your head. And your uh, uh, like senses come alive. You feel this strange sort of vision, like sense this hazy vision as you hear these loud cicadas and, and crickets and like gator rumbles. Your uh, vision kind of follows this trace uh, through the bayou of Great Tupelo National Preserve as you see this like long like stretch of still dead water and it's very evident that it's this like on the stretch of dead water are these say these buildings these multiple shacks that June had just seen uh, not moments ago as they were running from the visitor uh, you don't know that uh, that that is the same thing but we as the audience do we see this like array of shacks and at the very very end of it a little bit away from the sort of ring around this water basin uh, which is rather wide uh, is the one you'd seen previously from June's mind uh, it is currently only accessible by water or at the very least like everywhere around it is extremely hazardous to go through uh, and well you pull back a little bit lighter um, you feel this hot steam rushing across your face from the nose of the creature, from its sort of snout. Uh, <clears throat> how much of your arm did you give? I think he probably rolled it all the way up to, like, a little bit above the elbow. So, like, the probably just, like, the elbow and below is through the bars. Uh... You can feel this sort of stinging sensation, uh, and as you pull back, it looks like the like massive amount of heat in the hodag's mouth has somewhat cauterized the, the wound. Uh, the bone is not quite showing; little bits and fragments are sticking through. Uh, but what really wakes you—not the heat, not the stinging sensation—is the crunch that you hear as the hodag oh, bites further on the arm and chews it and swallows it. They seem to be, like, savoring it as, like, drool kicks down onto the concrete below. It doesn't quite burn it, but you see a little bit of smoke coming up. Holy shit. Uh, I think with that level of sacrifice, uh, you know 100%, like, you could, with your own senses and intuition, guide everyone to where the um where the 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 shack that that James is or the visitor has taken June is it has going through the great Tupelo National Preserve uh and I think that'll ring like a problem to some people depending uh how much harm would you say I've incurred that's a good this? point um <laughs> in the uh, episode <laughs> description where you're like you know uh, June fights a monster. Beck does a kickflip. Can you put Cassius's all right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cassius is unarmed and ready to go. Cassius lends a hand. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. I'll probably steal that. Pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, yeah, I like the all right though. It's like Cassius lends a hand and turns out all right. Uh, oh God! How much? How, uh, <laughs> how much am I taking right now? <laughs> bleeding out. Yeah. Uh, no. I think the, the wound is, is somewhat cauterized by this like mm. terrible burning substance. So I think it'll stick okay. You should probably seek some medical attention. Um, but I'm going to say you take uh, two harm right at the gate. Goes through any armor. I don't think you have any. But but two seems Correct. like a good one. Um, yeah. I was thinking three, like max without being destabilized. Maybe uh, I think if had I decided, like if if the uh, like the heat thing wasn't an issue, like if you were still bleeding, I would have said so. But I think Fair for enough. right now, yeah, I'm gonna say that 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 said, uh, in yeah. addition to the harm, anything any move you try to do that requires two arms will have a serious <laughs> negative to it. So like climbing a ladder or something, or, or, uh, or yeah, 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 things will have a serious negative to it because yeah. Fair enough. Especially as you grow accustomed to this new situation. Yeah, no, fair enough. That makes sense. <laughs> um, uh, and we'll do that on kind of a case-by-case -case basis. Yeah. 
I think Cassius is just gonna like, like, ha, uh, just like stumble back towards the stairs, uh, uh, and and you, kind you, of <laughs> maybe collapse on them as he's trying to climb up them. And yeah, uh, we hear upstairs. Uh, you know what? I'll just I'll, I'll we'll come see you. Okay, <sighs> we'll we'll just come, Cassius. Uh, and uh, we see uh, Dr. Garcia descend back into the cellar uh, as we see Cassius's like stump hit the top. Uh, well, I mean, Beck, you're the, logically the next person here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, you end the phone call, and um, Chuck says, "Where have you? Where have you been? We haven't heard from you." Where about? Um, I've called you, you several times. Oh, well, you know, magic and stuff distorts. Uh, even holds out the radio you use that bites through that problem and goes. Even I've tried even on here. Has I? I, I don't know. Uh, you said the whole bulwark was here, right? Not the whole bulwark, but some yeah. of them. Okay. Are uh, are the two people that went missing, Cecil and Florence, there? Or are they still? No. Nope. Okay. Well, I ran into a monster, so that might have cut it off a little bit. I'm sorry? I, uh, well, um, ran into a monster. (sighs) Look, Master Hayes, I I understand your concern, but I'm kind of in the middle of a big pickle right now. I I just kind of came here to get my sword. Uh, Okay. Um, can you explain even remotely what's going on? Uh, someone's been kidnapped by a monster, and I need to go help them. <sighs> okay, what can we do? Oh, oh, for real? Well, yeah, if someone's in danger, that's what yeah, we do. That's true, that's true, okay. Um, well... You notice that he doesn't sound angry like he was on the phone, in like his own sort of muted way. But he doesn't, he doesn't sound like the same level of, like, frustrated with you. Do I get any kind of sense that something is off supernaturally? Like, this is a imposter? Can you give me a read about situation? Yeah. Well, that's good. That's a 13. Oh, no, wait, that's a, that's a 12. Whatever. Uh, okay, then, yeah, hold three. Uh, ba ba you can't, and of course, acting on any of these answers because you plus one uh, ongoing while the information is relevant. What's my best way in? What's my best way out? What are the dangers we haven't noticed? What's my biggest threat? What's most vulnerable to me? What is the best way to protect the victims? Uh, uh, is there a danger I haven't noticed? Uh, uh, I get, yeah, for sure. Uh, he doesn't seem to process what you just said. You were confused when he said, I'm sorry, uh, or I, I thought we lost you. Because uh, you guys have spoken today, or at least you thought you did. Mm-hmm. But he seems pretty on it. The rest of the bulwark are, are here. You're not sensing any weird magical dilemmas. Uh, and the danger you haven't noticed is that somehow, some way, when you got called the first time to let you know to stay in place and not touch anything, that wasn't Chuck. Okay. I I thought that we talked we talked earlier. You you told me I thought you told me to like stay in place and not to go after the missing bulwark members. And then I sent you that really good Domino's pizza meme and you said I don't understand this. Uh please stop sending me these pizza memes. Um I I'm sorry. I I did, I'm s- we have two members on a mission right now, but we don't... I mean, we haven't heard back from them in a little bit, but I don't know if anything's I think wrong. Were, I think you were impersonated earlier. You see this, like, both fear and anger at identity theft uh, kind of emerge on Chuck's face, uh, which is just sort of him tightening his lips and getting red in the face. He otherwise is not terribly emotive. Uh, uh, and he says, excuse me? Yeah, I... So the monster that's kidnapped one of my friends, June, it, it messes with, like, memory and 
It might have been pretending to be you. Uh, Chuck, do we know anything about something called the Visitor? Investigative mystery. Okay. We positioned all my stuff, and now I'm kind of at a weird spot. Nope. Four. I... It rings a bell, but at the, at the moment, I can't remember. Sorry, I'm not thinking clearly. Uh, we need to act fast. I don't, I don't know if this... And this is kind of unusual for him, of like, he's a little bit more stressed out and frazzled than normal, and I think he isn't acting with the best like his normal protocol of like stop wait research do everything from a comfort zone and and uh and yeah i think we don't know what the issue is here till it happens uh i still have two more from read about Mm is there any way that i can use uh like what's most vulnerable to me or what's the best way to protect the victims, the victims probably being like June or us in terms of like try to find the best way for the bulwark to help um, ba, 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 ba. without going into the monster realm. Uh, sure. Do you think that, do you think that Le- Legrand's would be helpful at all? I mean, it's, it's very possible. Uh, Largely, the Grand is about uh, defensive magic and wards, so perhaps some kind of um, sealing technique may be best. I got a, another friend who uh, is doing some research into this visitor. Maybe you could group up with him and try to figure it out. Okay. I know that you don't like anyone else to handle the Grands, so if you could maybe bring it as a research material. Sure. Seems, seems not unreasonable. Okay. Anything else? Uh, there is another monster that actually wants Legrands, and I might have chucked that new banishment spell at it, and I don't know where it went. Stay frosty for that guy. Stay frosty. Yeah. Okay. Can you? What is the other monster? I don't know. He goes by the Baron. He's got sharp teeth. Uh, right. Yeah. Are there any other creatures in the area I should know about? No. Okay. But there are. Well, I think I think Beck would have already explained to the Bulwark about all the secret agents and stuff. Yeah. If nothing else, they are aware just because they also do reconnaissance. Reconnaissance. Okay. Okay. Uh, and what do you do? Uh, I get my sword and my armor, and I think I'm gonna go to I'm gonna have Beck go to Chalamet's because that phone call was distressing. Fair enough. <laughs> um. Then then yeah, let's let's kind of cut out here. Flint, what are you up to? So last time I said I was reassembling the uh, <clears throat> communication device that uh, the trip. The communication device the agency was working, the one that works even when magic's going on. Mm-hmm. And before, I'm, I'm going to reassemble it as normal and mm-hmm. then try to use uh, weird signs to hook it up to something else. But before I do that, once it is assembled and I feel I can turn it on, I'm going to speak directly at it. Okay. Hey, uh... I don't know if you could hear me, but uh, I saw the sticker outside my shack. Uh, I'm about to do something. One of my friends is in a lot of trouble. There's, there's monsters that I don't think your agency's prepared for, and I don't think my kind of people are prepared for. They're the kind of monsters where if you fight them, they just get stronger. They, they feed off these negative emotions. The, the self-destructive nature that me and you have carried. I'm going to go try to deal with it. It took one of the kids. It took Joan. I gotta, I gotta get them back. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave a shoebox with information about this creature. 
outside my shack if you want. You could pick it up if I don't come back. Just, uh, keep that promise if I'm not around, you know. Let them try to figure out their own way, spend some time watching them, see if their way works. I'm happy I got to see you again. Then I click off the communication device. Okay. Are you trying to get them to help? Are you just trying to send along like a goodbye? Uh, I'm not trying to get them to help. I'd let them make their own decision on that, but that was meant to be like a goodbye, and they could take that how they see. But Can you just roll me just a straight luck roll? Roll a, a, a 1d6, and then add how much luck you have left. So, uh, that is eight total. Eight. Okay. You sit there with this sort of uh, communicator sitting there passively, and eventually you hear Flint. I didn't, I didn't leave a sticker there. That wasn't one of us. Really now? Yeah. It's, uh... It's interesting. It's got the same... Same symbol as your tattoo. Uh, I, I think we hear this, like, shuffling of, like, fabric where, uh... Uh, Agent, uh, Hector reveals his own tattoo. Interesting. Is there someone else you think might have a connection to it? Yeah, I got someone in mind. Uh, it was actually the next person I was going to say bye to. Okay. I can't afford to send anyone with you right now, but good luck. Thanks. If this turns out real bad, we'll take a second look. Thanks. Uh, Don't do anything stupid. The name of the monsters, the visitor is the best thing I could uh, describe it as. I am going to do something stupid. I gotta get yeah. the kid back. Good luck, I guess. We'll look into that while you're gone. Thanks. I'm probably gonna blow up this communicator building it into something yeah. else. Okay. So, uh, nice speaking with you. And I turn it yeah. off. <laughs> <laughs> it completely cuts out. Uh, yeah. So, with weird science. Now... Mm-hmm. Pagers, pagers are like text messaging machines, if I'm not mistaken, right? Again, I still do not know. Uh, <laughs> no one has Googled it. No one will Google it. <laughs> uh, so if we want to say that in this universe, that is how they work. Sure. I don't care. <laughs> Perfect. So did you know that you can email a text message number and uh, the text message will be received? No, but sure. <laughs> you can. So I have this thing that can communicate through magic. I would like to use the crystal, add it to the shitty laptop I have in my, uh, in my, uh, fucking storage shed. Okay. And I would like to send a message to June's pager. Okay. And try to, like, get through the magic to get in touch with June. All right. Uh, go ahead and roll me plus weird. Oh boy. Not bad. My weird is zero, so that is a grand total of seven. Seven. Okay. Uh, you pick one requirement and I pick one. The options are it needs a rare and or weird material. It won't be very reliable. It requires huge amounts of power or fuel. It will take a long time to get it working. It won't work exactly as you intended, or you'll need to help beyond the hunters on your team to finish it. Uh, I'm going to go with weird or exotic material for the one that I pick, and I'm going to have this weird crystal from the communication devices, the weird material. Okay, I'm going to choose it won't be very reliable. You can communi- you'll be able to communicate once it gets working, but your messages will have, uh, uh, like, will lose some of the words. So basically, think of a sentence in your head and pick a couple words out of it to say each time you try to communicate. And a couple of those will come through as a sort of scrambled message here. 
and do your best to kind of yeah does that make sense yes all right so yeah so you, if your question was like where are you you might say where you that's pretty easily understandable but if your question was tell us how to get to you like it might be tell you like it's or tell us you like it's it'll mix and vary use your discretion i trust your, your judgment here uh but yeah kind of play with that make it not too easy but also helpful I think the thing with pagers either way is that I don't think you can respond straight from the pager. Right, yeah. Right, so, but no one will ever know for sure. No one yeah. will ever know for sure. <laughs> <laughs> either way, uh, you'll have some kind of uh, half results here. Okay. But it'll, it'll get through. It'll help at least a little bit. Okay. Uh, what does this new device look like? Uh, so the old communicator was like a coaster. Effectively, yeah. Uh, I have taken a keyboard from the uh, shitty laptop. I'm using the coaster as a sort of weird satellite uh, dish. Does it look like a, a Yu-Gi-Oh! dual disc? Is that what I'm about to A little bit. <laughs> oh, very good. This, <laughs> with, with is this, sequel. <laughs> this is the sequel to the Luigi Mansion's <laughs> ghost vacuum. With a coaster as a satellite. Incredible. It looks terrible, but it does its, uh, like, NASA-level job. <laughs> and I just, uh, the first thing I type in is coming to save you, so... Either they uh, get coming you or save. <laughs> it just gets coming. <laughs> uh, no, no, uh, I think a nice heartfelt message to start, save you, uh, will we'll beep up on, uh, June's pager when they get to read it. <clears throat> and then I am going to start packing up weapons and stuff and maybe stop out and say bye to Mr. Delaney. Uh, for sure. You you get you gather your list, like, duffel bag full of stuff uh, as um, <clears throat> uh, Mr. Delaney kind of comes out of his, like, little office. It's He's past closing hours for the day, so it's kind of weird that he's here. Uh, can you describe to remind me uh, what Mr. Delaney looks like? He's uh, a little bit shorter than Flint. Uh, old gray hair, balding on top, big nose, thick mustache. Uh, always wearing tweed. Like, a, no matter how hot it is, he seems to always have this tweed jacket on and, like, beige pants. Mm-hmm. Okay, you like kind of just average... Yeah. A little bit, like, nicer looking. Sure. Nice looking old man. Very friendly eyes. Uh, the uh, Delaney, again, you do, do not share a language, so uh, talking to him is difficult. Uh, but he, uh, if, like, motions uh, to your arm and then shakes his head no and then points to this, the, the sticker of the Salmon of Knowledge and points and, like, gives you a shake and gives you, like, a little shake of your hand. Yeah, don't, uh, don't, uh, and I, like, flex at him and shake my head, and I make, I put, like, my fingers on my temple like I'm trying to think, and I nod yes. Uh, and he says, uh, uh, good luck, Finn. Maybe die. And I give him a thumbs up. Gives you a thumbs up. Uh, and uh, as you uh, give your thumbs up and kind of depart from each other, uh, we see that uh, the members of the Bulwark have pulled up to kind of like connect with you. Uh, the first of which is, of course, Chuck Hayes, who gives you like a little salute, like, hey, uh, Beck wanted us to all get together. Uh, do you need a ride? Uh, yeah, uh, is there anything you guys need? Uh, any equipment that maybe you guys don't normally have on hand? Because I open up the door to my storage shed. Boy, I hope my two dads get along. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is a, um, uh, a surprise look of, oh shit. Uh, and, uh, I believe time is of the essence. If we think of something, we can come back. All right. Gets in the car. Uh, and uh, another person is driving the car as uh, uh, Chuck pulls out this big fucking, like, magical-looking tome. Uh, uh, 
Anna, would you like to describe what Legrand's protections looks like? This the great magical source of defensive wards. I I honestly always did picture just sort of your classic giant magical tome with maybe like you know fancy inlay, but I think that it's also like a little singed because it was rescued out of a fire. Interesting. Okay. Uh, you can see across these, each of its pages, it's got like this like weird sort of metallic netting, like this protection spell is placed on it to make it survive terrible things. Uh, and you can, you, as they flip through the pages, it looks pretty solid aside from that, aside from that like one massive burn on the corner. And he starts to like talk to you about like, okay, if we can't kill it, sometimes there are better ways to go about it. You don't have to kill something to stop her from doing what it's trying to do. And we see that their car kind of drive off towards Chalamet's mansion. Flashback. The neighborhood watch has been at this for weeks. The team has just returned from a patrol with mixed success. Something has been breaking into people's houses, carving threatening messages into the walls, and generally haunting the locals. The police have chalked it up to some punk teens trying to scare people, and uh, as, as no one has been physically hurt yet. But the watch has suspected otherwise. On this previous patrol, you were dead certain you had caught on to it, followed it to a house, and attempted to deal with it. However, it was largely a blur. It was all you could do just to scare it away. The watch is currently sitting in a sort of common room in their headquarters, defeated and exhausted. They are sweaty. They are uh, not not really bruised because no one like fought anything. It was more of like trying to figure out how to fend off a creature they could not see. Uh, uh, June, this is not not a day before you connect with James for the first time. What do you say to this this group? as they are experiencing this kind of, like, anguish over their inability to do anything. Hey, now, y'all. Chin's up. That could have gone a lot worse. Uh, I think uh, Loon is has been, like, obsessively piling over, um, like, these, like, books and, like, uh, like, little crystals and things trying to make goggles. So, like, maybe there must be some way to see it that we just don't understand yet, like the way light is refracted or something. You know, there's got to be something here we can do. We know it's there. We're going to crack this. I got I got total faith in us. Uh, Loon, you keep, you keep working on them goggles like uh, Professor X making slim the ruby quartz visor and, uh, you know... Bishop, you know, I'm sure you'll figure out a way to blow it up if uh, Loon can't figure out a way to see it. Yeah, maybe maybe that is our best bet. It's just like a wide area of effect thing. Um, something like that, rather than just hoping we can... But that, yeah, that draws a lot of attention. It's... Maybe, it's a, uh... Maybe, maybe like a... a you know, crucifix scares off vampires. Maybe we can make a symbol that'll that'll keep it away. Yeah, maybe. It's I just I feel like there should be a more like if if they're real, then there should be like a, a concrete I don't know weakness or like way that that we get to fight them. Because otherwise, wouldn't all you know all people be dead by now if if all of this shit was real? It's got to be a, a smarter or more effective way to do this. Look, I mean, tonight sucked, but dwelling on it isn't going to help us move forward. So I say we get some pizza, we get some beer, we chill out, and we tackle it first thing in the morning. They, there's like a resounding, yeah, you got it, boss. Uh, and they, they kind of try to, to get themselves pumped up a little bit again to kind of get some energy. And you guys, you go out and you get uh, like pizza together and, and a couple beers. Um, and when you are hand, do you, uh, do you have like a wallet? Sure. Uh, when you go to hand the your, your like money to the uh, to the goat pizza person, uh, out of the wallet falls that one little business card you found like weeks ago. 
at that like little boathouse when you had to rescue or, or get, get revenge effectively for two socks where it's like a little bar and in text it just says um, Eden's Last Tavern um I'll pick it up and uh I'll say hey uh why don't y'all grab a couple pies head back to uh the clubhouse uh I'm gonna see if I can pick up something a little little stronger than beer you got it boss there's a uh, a little you know peace sign or whatever it is they do during this year of which we are in and uh, uh, they get in their truck and they kind of head out. And what do you do? Um, I'm going to head to the uh, tavern on the card. It's late. It's pretty quiet all around. Uh, there's n- only a couple cars parked at Eden's last. The lights are on, but they're pretty dim. And when you walk in the door... You hear a, a little tap as a shot glass is placed on a counter, and then another one, and another one. And you hear, drinking to forget someone, to forget somewhere, or just drinking to forget. And we see this sort of ethereal beauty that is James Pale, uh, oh so long ago. And I think we didn't notice it before. Uh, I don't think it was terribly obvious before when you were just hanging out with the gang, but back then, compared to James, you're shorter then than you are now in the modern day. Like, you've physically gotten taller spending time with him. I think there's a lot of noticeable differences as June is silhouetted in the doorway here versus when June was silhouetted in the doorway and uh, tried to kill James. Mm-hmm. Uh, like June is wearing their gang cut. Uh, they're wearing um, just like a dirty t-shirt and uh, really uh, like holy and just like fucked up uh, jeans versus the very stylish uh, June that who has been employed by James by the time we met them. For sure. For sure. Uh, and yeah. Uh, James offers you those three drinks. Aside from James, the bar seems to be empty. Uh, I will walk over and take a seat. And, uh... Yeah, I've, uh... I don't think I've ever really noticed this tavern before, but, uh... I'm looking to... You know, do you have any handles, uh, that are partly done that you're willing to sell for cheap? Uh, well, at the very least, let me tell you that these three are on the house, if you'd like it to be. If you're trying to have a, a good night and just feel happy and ignore the rest of the world out there, have Adam. But if you would like to make like a pr- proper purchase, well, we can set something up. Uh, well, my daddy always told me to never say no to uh, free liquor. And uh, your daddy will, was a wise man. I will uh, pound one of them and flip the shot glass upside down, uh, and then say, "I don't know about that. That's uh, maybe pushing it." And I'll do the seconds. <laughs> oh well, <clears throat> everyone has their ups and their downs, I suppose. Uh, uh, the bartender pours themselves uh, a shot of their own, and they take it. So. <clears throat> on a, uh, a night like tonight a lone stranger enters my tavern seemingly tired look a little sweaty are you okay it's been a night I, uh, I don't think that if I explained it all to you that you would believe me the things I hear in this place believe me I don't know as if you'd believe me, actually. They do that classic bartender thing where they're constantly cleaning a cup uh, mm-hmm. with a rag. <clears throat> Why don't you give me a try? We'll see. I think I might need a few more of these first, and I'll drink the third shot. 
Very well, very well. Tell you what, I haven't had someone come in here in a, a few days. People just kind of use my lot for parking now for the arcade across the street over there. How about I, uh, how about I join you? We have a nice night, shall we? Um. Pours another shot for themselves. Fuck it. Yeah. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Uh, they, uh, the James at this point pulls out a couple cigars and lays one across the table and takes a big puff of theirs as they, and they hand you another shot. Pleasure to meet you. You may call me James. Though some people who work for me call me Mr. Pale. Either one's fine. I'll, uh, I'll shake his hand. Uh, very soft. The name's June. June, what a lovely name. What a lovely name. Thanks, I picked it myself. Respectable. Everyone should have that chance. The names we're given are usually not impressive enough. Don't always roll off the tongue. So, what is bothering you, June? Well, to put it vaguely, there is something that I cannot see that I am trying to stop. Like a debt or something in your mind, maybe? We all have demons, you know, lurking around inside us. If we don't now, we'll get them. I don't know what it is exactly, but it is scaring people close to me. Mm -hmm. And I don't want my community to live in fear. Understandable. The freedom to protect oneself is a powerful thing. A very powerful thing indeed. It is hard to trust those around us to do it for us. Often better to learn how to do it ourselves. That's why I keep, and they they tap the counter, I keep a shotgun right back here. You ever thought about taking (laughs) some kind of, I don't know, karate classes or something? No, every single person I ever met who did karate was a real twerp. That's true. I've always thought that. <laughs> tiny little fucks who got their lunch money stolen. For sure, for sure. We all hate karate here. This is an anti-karate establishment. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. All right, well. <clears throat> no, no, no. I, I have been turning towards... Uh, more interesting forms of self-defense, but it is difficult to discern what is real and what is uh, fictitious. Well, that is certainly true, now isn't it? I think everyone has always wondered that since the beginning of time, because, yeah. Sometimes you wonder if having enough faith in something makes it real. Sometimes you wonder if... uh, People are just saying that trick you. What is to say? But, um... How dangerous is the uh, the problem you're going with? You're running into... I'm not sure yet. The, uh... Better question. The other problem... Oh. What level of risk are you willing to take? Against this current one? Not sure, but it feels like every other week there's some new boogeyman I have to deal with. Funny way to put it. (sighs) Well, I guess you never truly know what you're willing to risk until it happens. I'll tell you what. You seem like you're having a bad day. They hand you another uh, 
shot and they uh, like they uh, yeah they do another shot and they uh, hold out the box of cigars <clears throat> you see that cat right over there and they point over to just a cat that walks around in the back of the bar like a bodega style cat that just kind of hangs out you see yeah it? I see it take one long drag look hard Tell me what you see. Is this Mr. Darcy? It is Mr. Darcy. Oh, uh, as June uh, takes a long, hard draw on the cigar and looks at the cat, uh, the black fur on it kind of fizzles out and uh it is replaced by a skeletal structure with uh, blue flames uh, for eyes. Pretty, isn't she? Or her, him. I haven't looked at its genitals. It's hard to tell when it's just a skeleton. That's true. It's also a cat. I do not care. <laughs> <sighs> That's a fucking weird cat. Uh, my guy. It is. And you didn't seem to be as upset by it as I would have expected the average person. Well, I have always been told that I am not the average person. Well, that's what I like to hear. Tell you what. You want to do something about the, uh, the strange happenings in town? They lean across the counter a little bit and get their face a little bit closer to you. Your uh, vision gets like just a tad bit hazy. Um, I June is going to slowly, very subtly, uh, draw a pistol from under the counter, uh, a la Han Solo in the Maz Eisley Cantina, and uh, say. Yes, I very much uh, do. (laughs) Really, June? Really? What? Look, I am sincerely hoping you're smarter than this. Uh, They are going to very slowly, very subtly, uh, I rolled a nat 20 on the sleight of hand check, uh, Hmm. put the pistol back uh, away and, uh, you know, without missing a beat, uh, go, I don't know what you're talking about. Then neither do I. They raise their hands. I tell you what, there is a whole world out there and the cat meows. That uh, very few people understand. And I'd like to help you understand it, if you wouldn't mind. But it's going to be a little bit scarier than you were thinking. You think you, uh, you'd be interested? Uh, I'm always willing to see what people are selling. That doesn't mean I'm going to buy, though. If you say so. But uh, if you don't buy... Life doesn't change. Everything stays the same for you. You're going to sit here meandering about, running through the city streets, doing nothing. Never going to get any better for you, for your friends, for anybody out in town there. All right, well, I've heard a lot of talk. Why don't you show me what you're... what you got? You want to see what I can offer you? Well, I'd love to. And the scene kind of slowly comes to a crawl as James raises his hands to snap. Snap.